Welcome, Simpsonites, to another episode of Simpsonian. How are you, Anthony? I'm doing good, Gus. How are you? Swelling well. Thanks for asking. Um, some interesting themes um, and a, a tip-off based on what the heck we just heard. Do you want to tell everybody how that, what that opening to the show was? Well, that opening was for an old NES game or a game that came out for the NES, and it is a Three Stooges-based game. Yeah, I didn't even know that existed, but apparently there's a lot of crazy video game stuff that relating to The Simpsons and The Three Stooges that I didn't know existed. So today, we're going to be diving into Three Stooges crossovers with The Simpsons um, and also video games. So a couple different ways that Simpsons reflected video games in society and also, of course, uh, The Simpsons have their own video games many of them which you'll fill us in on a little bit later so we're recording this um not in our normal studio so um really sad to say we're not gonna be able to spin that march today only in our minds and hearts will we be able to spin her so we're gonna take a break on that um but we have some juicy topics to get into so yeah let's uh let's get into them so do you have a uh you have a Brockman bullet for us? Or are we yes, going to jump I right do. into the Stooges? Okay, well, well, give us a piece of news. So this came out, this piece of news came out, I found it on Facebook. It was like Tuesday, June 15th, I don't know, maybe a couple of years ago during the pandemic. Uh, it says here that this is from Comic Book Resource. I don't know if this is actually true news or anything like that, but it says the Simpsons fans want a remake of this class video game classic. They want a Simpsons Hit and Run remake. For those who might not know, Simpsons Hit and Run being what? Almost like a spoof uh, Grand Theft Auto, but in a fun, twisty way. Yeah, I I remember playing it briefly, but it was Grand Theft Auto, but wasn't it? Is that not the one that's Crazy Taxi? That's not that game. Okay. I have no idea. There was another one that was just about picking people up and dropping them off. But you're saying they want a remake of... This classic game, which is Simpsons Hidden Run. Yeah, I did play that. And it was pretty wild because they took, like, the GTA formula and all of a sudden you're doing missions, like, for Krusty and you're driving around town and the map looked really cool. Yeah, it was a good idea. So, I mean, what do you think is the likelihood of this happening? I have no idea. I this was came out a couple years. This was years and years ago, and I doubt this will happen. But just to get the hand, fans hopes up, maybe a re, maybe a remastered edition of it, something for like the Nintendo Switch, maybe for the Xbox Series, or maybe the Xbox One. Yeah, I mean, they, if they could remaster, I think that'd be pretty popular. Um, you know, who knows? A petition is just that, but um, it makes me remember that game, and it's cool that there's still an interest to it. So we'll see. Yeah. So, thanks for the piece of news. I think we should get into our first topic today, which is the worlds colliding, the two universes that are the Three Stooges uh, and The Simpsons. Now, 
I'm just going to, I don't know who would be listening to this and doesn't know who the Three Stooges are. I mean, is there anyone out there? I feel like, I feel very sorry for that person if they do exist and they grew up in this country or at least like with a television in their house. But um, Mo, Larry and Curly, the famous slapstick trio. And let's not forget Shemp. Let's not forget Shemp because that's not how it actually started. For those who didn't know, Mm -hmm. way back in like the way, way back, we would have to ask Dr. Frank to borrow his time machine if he had made one. Don't touch it. (laughs) Um, we had have to go all the way back to the 30s. And before it was known as the Three Stooges, it was called Ted Healy and the Stooges. And the first Stooge that wasn't Curly, but it was Shemp, the, line, the first lineup was Shemp, Larry, and Moe, if you can actually believe that. But, you know, through some rough patches with Ted Healy and their vaudeville act, the Stooges decided, you know what? We're gonna skip out, skip town. We're never, we're not gonna meet. We're not gonna see Ted Healy again. Shemp went on to do his own thing, and they repla- uh, Curly stepped in to replace Shemp, and that's how the Three Stooges were born. Wow, you have done your research, sir, because I did not know that, and I grew up watching the Stooges. Um, well done. Okay, so Ted Healy, the evolution. Um, anything else you got there in the deep dive? No, other than just, you know, the fa- f- facts of how the Stooges kind of moved on and went and how they were going to continue going up through the 70s and, you know, and but a lot of a lot of hiccups were in the way. So, for instance, Curly had was suffering from a stroke possibly due to some of the pies being thrown like way back, <laughs> way back when the people didn't have computers and they didn't have the technology to reuse some of the stock footage. So they asked some of the stamp, the stand-ins and the stooges to pick up a piece of pie and throw, rethrow the pies that were on the ground. So that could have had like a couple of nails and the staples, who knows? I mean, just like the opioid crisis, pie induced strokes has touched every family in America. I mean, everyone knows someone who's been affected by a pie-induced stroke. Okay, never heard that before. Hilarious. Well, that's just a th- that's just a theory. Okay, gotcha. but I'm I'm gonna guess he really passed away from strokes. Yeah, and, and there was I remember hearing like the the Stooges had a lot of yeah like hard hard drinking, hard gambling. Like there's a lot of stories if you dig into them. But I think what we the point is um, they were a household name. For decades, a comedy phenomenon still like very topical to this day. You can make a certain noise, like I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like you could do a, a, a nyuck nyuck nyuck, or you could do a, you know, uh, you know, a curly motion, like. Yeah, there's a lot of Stoogisms that like somehow still translate. We're pro- probably dating myself because I'm sure there's like plenty of younger folks who wouldn't know what the hell I'm doing to them and it's got to be kind of odd but um the writers of the show you know Coden o'brien famously john schwartzwelder so like so many of these writers i mean there's no doubt that all of them and and, and you were talking about matt graining um there's some there's some crossover there i don't think matt graining's ever spoken directly and been quoted on it but like the influences of the stooges on the comedy the developing comedy brains of all the people who went made the simpsons is very deep 
it runs back to their childhood because they grew up watching The Simpsons, and I think it's undeniable that and you know, well, obviously there's so much evidence of how it makes it into the show, but they were all like formed by you know stooge comedy of some kind, and the influence behind Homer, and is basically. All that influence from Curly is basically put into Homer. The dumb expression, the baldness, the fatness. I'm not fat. It's glandular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely like a one-to-one Curly kind of character, you know. And there's like plenty of scenes you could go back and play that he's literally doing Curly shtick. And so it fits. Like it fits with him as a character. And I think the writers probably have a lot of beloved fond memories of the Stooges. And they, they'll take any opportunity to put it into the show, which leads me to my next point. Um, the good people over at uh, Wiki Simpsons um, did a really nice little piece of research. And according to them, um, you know, documented all of that, all of the references that have been in the Simpsons uh, of the Stooges, you know, to date, at least up to like pretty recently. And so uh, the, the minimum number that I'm seeing here, would you like to guess how many references they say there are? I'm going to say at least 29. That's oddly specific guess. It's almost like you remember that I told you that earlier today. <laughs> you fool, fooled zero people with your guess, but I, I commend your attempt. Yeah, it looks like 29, but now that I'm looking at it, um, it looks like way more, more than that because um, that was just the number of seasons that they had been referenced in. So suffice to say... No shortage of Simpsons references. Um, we're going to play a clip and hope that it doesn't get us canceled. Um, or off the air. From copyright. But uh, this is a funny, silly premise. Some of it's visual, but the, the audio is worth it because it's Carter, H.W. Bush, and Clinton um, sort of on a job site, and they're doing construction, and um, silliness ensues. So, like, not only did they make Homer sort of a curlyish character, but they took, like, many, many opportunities when it presented itself to just, like, interject Simpsons humor in general. And there's just countless examples of this. The one that I remember best is when the episode where uh, Burns sells the power plant, and at some point Homer, or maybe it's the one where Homer's, like, negotiating with, you know, somebody in Burns' office, Burns and the, some some people, maybe it's the dental plan one, and, like, Homer basically wins the negotiation somehow and starts celebrating by doing the curly on the floor and, like, like falling on his side and just doing, like, a big circle of his, like, running horizontal on the ground in a circle, which is a very curly thing, going, and then, you know, they're looking at him doing this because this is, like, how he celebrates a, like, uh, negotiation win and they're like I'm starting to think that Homer Simpson was not the brilliant tactician I thought he was <laughs> and there's so many little instances Lord like that knows why yeah that they just like drop a little stoogism into the show uh, the second one we're going to play is 
quite famous. It's it's really good. Uh, Burns goes into the doctor for a checkup and learns that he's the like the sickest man in the world, and that he's so ill with everything, but his body is miraculously fighting them off in a certain way. And um, his interaction with the doctor uh, is what we're playing here. Here's the door to your body. See, and these are oversized novelty germs. Uh, that's influenza, that's bronchitis, and this cute little cuddle bug is pancreatic cancer. <laughs> Here's what happens when they all try to get through the door at once. Move it, shout ahead. We call it Three Stooges Syndrome. So what you're saying is, I'm indestructible. Oh, no, no, and in fact, even a slight breeze could... Indestructible. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's like so many layers of how stoogism was weaved into the show it's just undeniable like it's clear that the people making it love and were influenced by the stooges and it's really fun to see it when it comes up so yeah i mean you could literally do play clips for days on like stooge stuff that came out of the show but um your your thoughts final thoughts on i mean all the everything that is simpson stooge I just find it funny that every time that Matt Groening or any of the writers or any of the animators would go to such great lengths to throw in at least one Stooge reference. Like, I remember that there there was one Stooge reference called Curly School. And then outside you would see all these, ball, uh, all these people dressed as Curly. They would try to impersonate Curly or try to do the whole Curly shuffle or even snore like Curly or do the rough or off the barking, or as Mo would say, hey, bloodhound. Yeah, yeah. there's just like a ridiculous amount of, of those kinds of examples. I mean, you know, you could play them here. A lot of them are just visual, but yeah, like the, the lists are uh, pretty astounding. So it makes sense to, at least for us to like touch on that. And I know myself, I, I grew up, my dad was a huge Stooge head, and so like black and white tapes on repeat of the Stooges all the time growing up. And so every time I saw that reference in the show, like I got it. Like I, I'm sure some people didn't, but how about you? Did you get it like right away? Did you did you see Stooges like growing up, or did it you did you become aware of them later? Uh so I didn't know who the three Stooges were at the time, but the first time I ever saw Stooges. Uh, I was six years old and it was, it was a Chris, there was a new year's party or some Christmas party at a hotel for my dad's work that we went to, that we stayed at a hotel. I was young. And then if you can remember borders, the old, that bookstore that was shut down, I don't know. I don't know why, or I don't even remember how it shut down, but you know, we went in there. I'm just like, okay, maybe this looks good. I picked it up. We checked out. And my dad told me a bunch of the a bunch of the Stooges, or at least he told me what the Stooges were, and I fell in love with it instantly. I instantly fell in love with that one DVD, and mm. I was just like, "Yep, I got to keep on. It's got to keep on growing." So half of my family, or as my co my co star would say, my dad's a Stooge head. My his brother is, and then half of my dad's friends are actually and fall head over heels for the Stooges. Okay, like, so, they love the Stooges. So you kind of came at it yourself, but your dad obviously grew up watching it too. So when you grabbed that DVD, he was probably like, 
oh yeah like i'm glad you're interested in this like let's go like i'm gonna show you this and probably laugh along with you yeah, yeah. it's it's like when I, it, the Stooges were always on every Saturday night on a week on yeah. weekends yeah. on meet on a show called Meet TV. Mm-hmm. They're still on. They run. They are. They run different themes. Like one theme would be Santa Claus. Another theme would be uh, like Curlyisms, Shempisms, Larryisms, Moisms, somewhere along those lines. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it, some of my best memories are growing up with my dad and sister. Just cackling at stooge stuff. So, yeah, it was worth talking about. I think uh, our second topic of the day is pretty juicy, too, so we can move on. Um, But the first thing we heard of today's show was, uh, like we said, it was part stooges, but it was part video game. And so, man, if you look at video games, which are a huge part of my life growing up. um, And mine. Let's like a lonely boy in his basement with a Super Nintendo. Oh, man, so many hours. Uh, rushing home to do like nothing but that like play super punch out and zelda i mean so much so video games obviously a big part of both of our lives um but the way that they interact with the with the simpsons is really interesting so i think i would like you to sort of give me your take or just the the now there's two different ways i think we'll go about it there are simpsons video games that exist in our universe in real life right um, you mentioned hit and run, but I'll give it the floor to you first, and then I'm going to take it a slightly more meta direction after that. So there are at least three video games that I had growing up. Hit and run was one of them. I had it on the Nintendo GameCube. Uh, the other one was Road Rage. That one is like that video game is like where you go pick up people and you take them to your destination. It's kind of like a taxi or something like that. And then another game is called it's just called The Simpsons Game. Which just came out. I, I feel it feels like in the near like two thousand two thousand seven maybe. But there's a there's a little reference, and there's one scene. There's a little reference in the Simpsons game called Medal of Homer, and towards the end of the game, you're what, going what of Homer? Medal of Homer. Medal. Medal. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, Medal of Homer is basically a spoof of Medal of Honor, or in this case. Before it was called Call of Duty, or mm-hmm. if you play any of those games, it was originally called Medal of Honor, and then it became Call of Duty 1, 2, 3, gotcha. 4, 5, 6, whatever. So then, naturally, the Simpsons decided, let's do, let's do a Medal of Homer. <laughs> so one of the little side missions that you would go, you would go back in time, you would help Abe Simpson in his youth days mm. as one of the hellfish. The flying hellfish. Exactly. And you would just go around, pick up these white flags from the French, stop Mr. Burns from stealing art pieces of art. Was it a first-person shooter type, or what? How did it look like to play it? It throughout the game, it's third-person view. Gotcha. Okay. And was it really fun? Was it was it cool, or was it just like a little goofy thing in the Simpsons game? It's a little goofy thing okay, in the okay. Simpsons huh. game that you had to play through, but it's part of the story. So you had like Medal of Homer. Uh, spoof of Pokemon, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, and I think a a different uh, a uh, game of uh, well a spoof of well not hidden not hidden run but uh, Grand Theft Auto I got involving so even it's already getting meta there because like in a in a real world Simpsons game inside of that game they're referencing other video games and you're doing it in a Simpsons way 
So, like, basically, yeah. Hit and Run, uh, that's one of Grand Theft Auto. And then there's another one that involved in that video game. Bart is bought another violent video game that his mom took away. It had something to do with uh, Itchy and Scratchy. So, mm-hmm. basically, all the characters from Itchy and Scratchy cartoon are in that video game. And it's in a hidden. It's in a... Grand Theft Auto style. I keep mixing Hit and Run with Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, but that is okay. That is the the that's the equal though. I mean, that is the, what that game is essentially, Grand Theft Auto with The Simpsons. So, yeah, and I mean, I grew up playing a couple of one. I played a Simpsons game in the NES, and it was like Bart's. It was a Bart video game where you were just him with the slingshot. It was pretty difficult. I remember it was not easy, um, but. And there was a lot of, like, secrets in it. I remember that was probably the first video game, Simpsons video game that I played. And that was, gosh, I mean, talking, like, late 90s, you know, probably early to late 90s. Uh, it might have been an SNES game. Um, but that one was really fun. And then all the ones that you mentioned, I think, later on, man, like, they really took it up another level and like started building worlds and like when they just got the technology to like recreate Springfield on those GTA type games like I remember thinking that was amazing because for the first time you could sort of like go over to the quickie mart and like walk in there and you could go to Springfield Gorge and like jump your car over it like there's a lot of cool stuff and hit and run uh that like it brought the Simpsons universe to like to your fingertips. Like I remember liking that game a lot because of that reason and like little Easter eggs in there too. So many Easter eggs in hidden run. Like if you walk into the quickie Mart, you'll see, uh, Abe's friend in the, uh, <laughs> Jasper, Jasper like in the ice box. Oh, he's got so a Viking great. helmet and he's got a club with him. Yes, they did. They put a lot of love into it. They would take all those little funny jokes and Easter eggs from the show and just stick them into the world. And it's just like, oh, that's so cool to see as a fan. Like it's blending two things that you love, you know, in the video game Simpsons world. So, yeah, I mean, we could go on again. Like the problem with this show, not that it's a problem, but in the podcast format, it's like we could go through every Simpsons video game that's been made. But honestly, it's like 40 of them. And, like, it would be a little bit exhaustive, and people have done really good wikis on this stuff anyway. But speaking of that, um, you know, I think we touched on the ones that we played the most and made the most sense. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you want to let us know, you know, let us know how, um, you know, comment and, and tell us what you think about uh, the video, the Simpsons video games you played because there's no shortage of them. Oh, there isn't. Yeah. But to go a little bit more meta on it, um, you know, there's the real world video games that were made about The Simpsons. Um, but then there's within The Simpsons world itself, so many video game uh, references and examples alone within The Simpsons universe. So, uh, for example, you know, famously, Bone Storm was like the center of a whole episode that you mentioned earlier where Bart steals of it. He wants a video game badly. Um, it's sold out one place. It's also expensive and it's violent. So there's like a number of reasons that Marge doesn't want him to have it. And he winds up stealing it. And the whole episode sort of revolves around the arc of, you know, uh, breaking bad with uh, stealing it and then the re- redemption and working off his debt and all this stuff. But um, there's a lot of just like really silly references to video games, you know, Bart at the arcade 
and there's just crazy games that the writers had to make up because they don't exist, but they wanted to be silly about it. One of them that I liked the best was called Hockey Dad, and we're gonna pl- I'll play you a clip right now. It just gives you an insight into like how great the satire was because this is like you know a fake video game inside The Simpsons, which is a made up show, but it's reflecting both like American culture like ugly American culture and just like video game culture at the same time. And so uh, this is Bart playing hot Barton Millhouse playing hockey dad uh, on a home console and just a clip from the game. So the hockey dads are the ones fighting on the rink, not the players. And Chuck Shanowski murders the other dad, and he gets taken away by the cops. But that means you're a winner. I mean, it's very much that, like, horrible dude that's, like, overly invested in his kids' sports and just, like, starts to get violent. And so they'll take a lot of ideas like that and just weave them into, like, a silly game, and it lasts 30 seconds, and then, you know, the episode goes on. It's never spoken about again. So there's, like, so much of that. Um the people over at, actually, while I pull this up, I, I'm curious about your Inside the Simpsons video game thoughts. Does anything stick out to you, or do you remember, like, versions of that? In what way? Well, just, like, any of the games that exist only in the Simpsons universe, do they stick out? Do you remember any of them, or I remember, jokes about them? I remember Bone Storm. I remember uh, me, Bobini. I remember... Huh. Well, that was the name of the one of the games in the Simpson video game okay. that came out in two thousand seven, two thousand nine. Um, I remember a golfing game that yes. Marge get, gave Bart on Which, Christmas. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to get into. The, I will mention that one. But uh, the good people at uh, Complex.com. Um, in their pop culture section, did a complete history of video games of The Simpsons. Not not Simpsons video games, but video games of The Simpsons. And by their count, there are more than 70 uh, video games that do not exist in real life, but they exist within The Simpsons universe. And I mean, that it sounds about right, because like even at the arcade alone that Bart goes to, there's going to be like seven or eight whether he played them or not they're there like most of them he did play but i just want to go through some of them the ones that stood out to me the most um one of them was escape from grandma's house do you remember this one no not um, really yeah it basically like have to get out of grandma's house and if you don't like do the right thing she's gonna like find you and smother you and kiss you and then like you die essentially and like the grandma's like kind of like a creepy grandma and she's like chasing you around like it's kind of it's kind of wow scary well at least the creators of video games can uh think about that a lot yeah um the one (laughs) there was one called larry the looter which was very much sort of i think a take on leisure suit larry um there's one on mortal Kombat. yeah so mortal Kombat was bone storm which was the one that was probably the most 
known just because like it was made at a time where Mortal Kombat was blowing up in real life. It was like Mortal Kombat two is taken over the, the arcades of the country and probably was at home consoles. Yep, Genesis, Super Nintendo, like everybody of a certain age was like obsessed with the gore and the blood and, and the the really well done fighting game that was Mortal Kombat at the time. But also originally and I'm gonna throw even though this is Simpsons based, I'm gonna throw down a fun fact on Mortal Kombat. When Mortal Kombat originally started, it was going to be a video game based on Jean-Claude Van Damme and like his one of his famous movies, Bloodsport. Ah. But, you know, that didn't come, and they just say, yeah, let's do, let's do this. And lo and behold, Mortal Kombat was born. Wow, that's the real-life story of Mortal Kombat? You're full of very interesting facts that I know nothing about. <laughs> I just hope I don't get co- we don't get copyrighted from these clips. I mean, let's just knock on wood. And I've listened to uh, other Simpsons podcasts, and I call it show prep, or just like seeing what other people are doing. And I, I hear a lot of um, clips and things that people are using. So I'm hoping. Um, if you're listening over at Fox, I'll send you a I'll send you a ham if you're nice to us. <laughs> don't t- don't take us down. Don't don't deplatform us. This is our brainchild. Yeah, don't do it. Um, so suffice it to say, there's so many Simpsons uh, video games in the Simpsons. One of them, like this, is just an example of how many there are. But there was this one at uh, called <laughs> called Let's Make a Baby, and it's one of those like games that you sit in the chair and you have like a late and you're like two joysticks are controlling a big laser thing and you're like shooting at a screen what who would make a video game on making a baby that's like somebody better call hr on that because that's like what okay well let's listen to the clip and then i'll explain So it's some they're in they're in like uh like a conference and they go to the sex education pavilion. And so there's just a game called Let's Make a Baby. Why does it does it clearly not very educational. It's just like, "Hey, shoot your sperm at the egg and there you go." Haha. Ha. Like, I mean, it's so silly, but um of course Krusty gets on and like immediately brings the creep factor back to like if it was possible to sexually assault a video game, Krusty would be the guy to be able to do it. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. So um, the golf game that you were referencing, I think it's called, yeah, let me pull it up here. Uh, Lee Carvalho's putting challenge. And in the same, probably the most video game centric episode there ever was, which was the bone storm episode. Um, you know, Bart's asking for this comp- this game for Christmas the whole time. And, um, you know, Marge thinks he, she's doing Bart a solid by, like, getting in this video game. But, of course, she's, like, tone deaf like every mom and doesn't know which one he wants. And, yeah, it just, like, the game called Lee Carvalho's Putting Challenge sounds as horrible and boring as it – it is as, <laughs> as boring as it sounds. And there's, like, a funny – so they never really sh- actually show you – 
the game in the episode. But as the credits run, there's a funny post-credits scene where they show you what it's like to play the video game. And it is dry as a bone. Um, and I don't mean bone storm. So there's a funny like post-credits scene, and we'll just play a chunk of it here. Welcome to Lee Carvello's putting challenge. I am Carvello. Now choose a club. You have chosen a three wood. May I suggest a putter? Three wood. Now enter the force of your swing. I suggest feather touch. You have entered power drive. Now push seven, eight, seven to swing. Would you like to play again? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeesh. It's great. It's just uh, the most boring. And, of course, like whoever's playing it, he's on the putting green. And he wants you to choose a putter, use feather touch. And, of course, they choose power drive and uh, hit you like 11 out of 10 power. Um, so poor Bart, he didn't get bone storm. I think he had to eventually play it at somebody else's house, like Millhouse's house, who was like hoarding the game from him. And they got into a spat about it. But in general, um, there's been so many, yeah, funny video game references on The Simpsons as well. So it's just fun to kind of like get into it and, and see the the different things they come up with. Um, and it still continues to this day. I mean, I've seen what's – the, what's the last like Simpsons video game you've seen in the wild? Because I know I saw a pinball machine. Uh, obviously – we would be remiss to not talk about the arcade Simpsons fighting uh, side-scrolling game that was you could play four people at once. Do you remember that game? Yeah, I saw an ar- old arcade machine of the Simpsons a long time ago at a bar somewhere. It was that where you played it yep. as either Marge, Bart, yep. Lisa, Homer, maybe Maggie. Yes. Um, it- well, actually, you couldn't play Maggie because Maggie had Marge and yeah, but she used Maggie as like a weapon, I think, and like had her in a bag or something. But it was she used a vacuum cleaner. Oh, she did. You're right. It was right around the time when the the X Men side scrolling video game was super popular, and The Simpsons kind of like saw that people love to play together up to four people and made their own version of it, and it was like surprisingly good, like way better than it had to be. And I remember like to this day, it holds up. Like it's a very well done side scrolling brawler and it's just like it's kind of funny that it just like the simpsons was so pervasive for so many years that you're just gonna have examples like this where like they they try to do something and uh, sure a bunch of times it's not going to be great but once in a while it's really good and it lasts the test of time which is so cool because that's what the show does it is so culturally relevant that it leaves its mark on just so many different things and video games is definitely one of them we have our fair share of list of video games, but why don't I? I would love to go on and list the name of video games that we like to play outside of The Simpsons. But I, I, <laughs> I could see you just really trying to hold yourself back so hard right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> yep. But I don't think I want yeah. to share those. But I think that's another podcast. That's, you know, it's, it's a different podcast. We stay within the Simpsons universe here, so. Um, yeah, that's about it. I think um, now we move on to everybody's favorite game, Spin That Marge, if we had the pinwheel. <laughs> You're so bitter that we don't have Marge with us today. <laughs> I know. We'll make up for it next time. Um, I should have reminded you to bring it, but that's okay. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a good 
I think we talked about what we wanted to get into. So uh, anything else for the listeners until next time? No, not really. You know, I just say keep on gaming. Yeah, and keep on Simpsoning. So uh, appreciate you guys for listening, and um, we'll talk to you next time. Peace.